Welcome everyone, this is the 31 Days of Dread, and I am your host, Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. That's 30, if you can't count, that's 31 movies celebrating the greatest genre of them all, the greatest experimentational platform of them all, the greatest young filmmaker discoverer of them all. It is horror, 31 days coming at you. Look out, ghouls and ghosts, it gets spooky. Alright everyone, coming out of that intro hot, this is what I call the telethon portion of the podcast. This is where I pitch myself to you for your support. Your support means everything to me because we're, we're, we're fighting. The AKA Pad Army is fighting against algorithms everywhere algorithms I, I ate some cereal earlier today i dumped it into my bowl and it was full of algorithms okay bad joke all right sharing this podcast telling your friends about it leaving comments leaving reviews this is how we grow aka pads audio audacity your support there is more valuable than than than, than anything other than like a high five in person because i'd love a high five in person AKA Patterns. It is here. Horror history, film history, day 23 of the 31 Days of Dread. The history I'm speaking of isn't me and this podcast, even though it should be a part of horror history. It's A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, November 9th. This movie was budgeted for uh, just under Wes Craven, $2 million. Grossed 25.5. Built what would later be called New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema once was nicknamed the house that Freddy built. And through 1984 to 1991, we had a franchise. Potentially the biggest franchise of any sort compared to Planet of the Apes. The original Planet of the Apes, James Bond. Even though, like again, James Bond's just straight up episodic. It's not a continuation. Planet of the Apes continuation nightmare on elm street continuation friday the 13th continuation and we draw similarities it's freddy versus jason as we got in 2003 with that amazing movie schwarzenegger versus stallone coke versus pepsi reagan versus versus doyle yeah it goes on (laughs) the the eight uh, (laughs) mcdonald's versus burger king i i can keep going i only had a few in my head now i'm just getting like a like a nintendo versus sega okay i have to stop cut it out people we're talking we're talking maybe so earlier this month when we were like just a few episodes ago we were talking about hellraiser and i believe Pinhead and the Cinnabites, they're the absolute height of like horror creature design, the purpose of them, how like the whole situation around the Cinnabites and Hellraiser 1 and 2. It is maybe the most terrifying stuff you can ever imagine. But then we have like single characters, and then we have like single situations. And I, it's like Freddy Krueger. You, you get used to him, okay? And and it was easy 
that you got used to him because Freddy Krueger became a media star. A lot of people forget this. Freddy Krueger was on talk shows. He had uh, music videos. So visually, you give it to the Cinnabites. The the world of Hellraiser, you, you give it to them. But when it comes to the tools of the monster, okay, and we're not just dealing with darkness here. The tools of Freddy Krueger that he can enter into your dreams. And it's like, I, I, I get anxious just thinking about it. And you, to prevent Freddy from doing what Freddy does, you, you can't sleep. You cannot sleep. And seeing the anxiety of all these teenagers dealing with this, and, you know, slowly, like in the earlier ones, I would say Freddy, like one through uh, three, or Nightmare, one, two, and three. The anxiety, the long draw, you know, it's, it's an, it works so well. Because we all go through that. We all go through nights of studying. We go through nights of double shifts. We, I mean, this idea of not sleeping echoes high and low. Lawyers, people who work fast food, people who work at Walmart, CPAs, okay? It's this idea of, like, self-deprivation. And Freddy taps into that. Nightmare is that. And then we have this... Man, like, Freddy's so unique. Because he's the absolute... Like most comedic driven. And he became this later. The more the series went on. The more Freddy became a comedy character. He be, he was played for laughs. Still horrifically murdering people. But it was more desensitized. And we really saw this with Freddy's Dead Final Nightmare. Where they're clearly out. They're clearly out of momentum. The The ideas are dried up. Which is weird because with Freddy, the ideas should be infinite. The ideas should be endless. So we get this very cheap movie. Look, look, Wes Craven, earlier we talked about Scream. Earlier we talked about James Wan. James Wan, who I really feel like, look, if he has... A spirit child. It's Wes Craven. Just on the fact that Wes Craven and James Wan created or were part of the creation of two landmark horror franchises. Wes Craven turned the mirror on himself with what the movement he was a part of, his entry, Nightmare on Elm Street. He turned the mirror on that with Scream. And then with this. I mean, he does resurrect his own franchise in 1994 with Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Uh, absolute meta movie also. Goes in line with Scream. We got his... Like, he resurrects the franchise again in 1987 with the third installment, Dream Warriors. Which this very podcast started as. We started calling this show Dream Warriors. We wanted to embody a lot of even what that movie represented in the original um, run of this show. 
I mean, uh, the theme song in one time uh, aped the Dream Warrior song by Duka. Duka. But what we have with Nightmare on Elm Street, we have young Hollywood coming into frame. Johnny Depp. We have a new, uh, like I want to say a, a more artistic, more intentful use of the slasher trope. Everything around Freddy, because his origin is so unique and and fearful and deadly, we get a horror movie that taps into that because the origin of the horror within the movie is directly linked to the creation of the villain. And the villain, Freddy, is born through fire and torture and pain. He's inflicted it and he had it brought on himself. And in some way, he, you know, look, linking it to Halloween Kills. Evil never dies. You you have to find a way to kill evil, but evil never dies. And Freddy coming back for essentially <laughs> like paying his dues on something that he deserved. Where somehow we gained a little bit of sympathy for the character of Freddy Krueger. And we do understand his plight throughout the movie and, and this is what this is a unique position with the original 1984 nightmare on elm street now do, do i think this movie should ever be like rebooted uh you know look because we have those conversations a nightmare on elm street 2010 i did on this show maybe it might be last year maybe the the year before it's one of the best reboots reintroductions ever the solutions to freddy's psychosis is streamlined in that this movie it, uh, or franchise it takes us multiple years multiple movies to really get into the marrow of where why freddy is freddy and how and how there is like somewhat of a curse and there's a, a generational infliction with that being said wes craven uh easily easily says two things with the first nightmare he's a freaking genius and horror is the battleground for young filmmakers everything else is the exception but horror is the filmmaker genre period and there's a stack of deaths the opening for nightmare i completely love because it's it's somewhat like 16 millimeter yeah it's just cool stuff we the death of johnny depp the imagery the the nursery rhyme which went all the way through 1991 where freddy's dead again horror everything runs through horror our artistry everything Intent will run through horror. It's really hard to make something emotionally effective as a drama. It really is. Most to me, most dramas do not work because they don't age well. 
and it's hard to put yourself in place of the characters. That's why the dramas that work are, you know, academy level movies up to a certain year. But everyone, for the 31 Days of Dread, you know, I could get a little bit deeper, tell you the plot of Nightmare on Elm Street. I think we're going to do that with the next episode. You know, like we're going, because there's a lot of things that have to be said about the next one. So hang tight. Day 24 is coming. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's Out for Revenge came out just about a year to the date than the original. They put that movie together in one year. How awesome is that? Let's go. And to continue this telethon, we're not talking about high five. There's other ways to support me. I, I'm a living professional. I'm a full-time freelancer. Anything you see on this, like here on this podcast or see my social media, I, I make everything. It's all made by me. That's a part of my pitch to you. And you can purchase professional services through akapad.com. That's a pipeline to me if you want to send me a message. But also while you're there, you can sign up for my newsletter. You're going to get deals. You're going to get coupons. You're going to get two free trading cards mailed to you free worldwide and there are two wolf pack trading cards two original characters you know for upcoming comic book work and speaking of comic books you can go to etsy type in uzi Susie, and that's where you're going to find my mini comic you can purchase existing issues and pre-order upcoming issues along with bundles if you missed any like issue one two or three or whatever there Uzi Susie is waiting for you. And keep an eye on Indiegogo. A lot of my bigger comic book projects will be available through Indiegogo. All of those updates will be here on this podcast. So if you're a regular listener, I'll let you know. We can rock and roll from there. So everyone, thank you so much. And feel free to reach out to me on social media. AKA Pad 69 Instagram, and Xbox. That's right. You can play Halo with me. Just straight up AKA Pad on Twitter, straight up AKA Pad on the Facebook. My business page is there. My personal page is there. Hey, be a personal friend of mine. I don't care. Let's talk movies. Let's talk creativity. Let's talk fun and just who cares? Do you like, you know, the Transformer movies? I love them. We can talk about that all night. So meet me there and we'll rock and roll. Let's get talking. We got a movie to discuss.